Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. How many need the Lord to shower down? Hallelujah. The anointing of God. Hallelujah. We certainly would you help me to appreciate Tabernacle of Praise Church Sanctuary Choir? Come on, let's encourage them as they work very diligently to help set the atmosphere for us here on this morning. I'd like to go quickly to the word of the Lord. If I could direct your attention then to the book of St. John, familiar passage in the 15th chapter there, the 11th through the 16th verse there of which so many of us are familiar. But I believe that the stage is, is set and so we just need to capitalize, I believe, on what the Lord is already doing. St. John chapter 15, verses 11 through 16. We certainly appreciate our online audience and our worshipers and our supporters and uh, even our members, amen, that still have the, uh, the hesitation coming into the house of the Lord. Thank you so much for your presence. If you have it, say amen. Let's read together. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I've called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you, that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. The word of the Lord is blessed. I ask for your prayers because I'm conflicted. Uh, everything centers in my mind for the moment around verse 16. You have not chosen me, but I've chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. I believe that's where I want to go, but I, I can't neglect the rest of that passage that says 
that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. There are some conditions on one end, but there's great reward on the other end. Just before you pray, we pray, would you just, just look at somebody and just shout to them real loud and tell them there's a blessing in being chosen. There's a blessing in being chosen. Well, we may as well go ahead and continue our interaction. Just ask somebody, are you chosen? The word of the Lord says many are called, but few are chosen. Are you one of the... Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we honor you and thank you, Lord Jesus, for this time, oh God. Thank you for your presence that's in this place, the anointing of God that is upon your people. We ask now, Lord Jesus, that you would seize this moment. God, to take full opportunity. God, to convince us. God, that we've been chosen by Almighty God. Hallelujah. And we've been chosen for the purpose. Hallelujah. And ordained for the purpose of bringing forth fruit. And you said if we do it the right way, the fruit will remain. And if the fruit remains, then we can ask whatever we will. In the name, in your name, we can ask it of the Father and it would be given unto us. Lord, we pray, O oh God, that a strong anointing would continue, O oh God, to seize, O oh God, these your people, whether they be in the sanctuary or whether they be online. We know that the power of your word has the ability to permeate the airwaves, O oh God, and go all the way to wherever who's watching, listening is, God. We ask, O oh God, that your power and your presence be revealed in the name of Jesus. God, we ask now, Lord Jesus, that you would wrestle every foul spirit to the floor. Cast the devil out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Give, give, give him his exit papers right now so that those that have ears to hear can hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. God, so that we might leave here empowered, equipped, encouraged, oh God, to do a great work for you, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. God, and we'll be careful to give your name glory. We'll give you honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen. Just as a, if you'll allow me a, a moment of privilege to I, I don't know if I want to say this in a humorous way uh, but in recent weeks the, the Lord has They've been using us to communicate the word of the Lord in such a way until it has become offensive to the enemy. And as a result, uh, there are certain of you here that realize the attack that, that I'm under when the Lord would use me this way. And so I thank God for you on this morning that continue to keep... Uh, running interference for me against the enemy so that I might continue uh, to do the things that I do in the course of the week and certainly come to you 
on Sunday morning. God bless you. I believe today that this message will be, will be relatively significant in the life uh, of someone here today. That you are not here by, by accident. That God from time to time will orchestrate uh, us to be in certain places so that he can communicate his, his will to us. And it's not just that we're rambling and we have something and so forth and so on that we want to communicate, but God has taken responsibility of being able to, uh, to make a deposit into the womb of your spirit and ignite something on the inside of you so that uh, you might uh, begin to stir up the gift that's within you and not only stir it up but begin developing it and not be afraid but understand that God has actually chosen you glory to God that you're a called out one that you are special you're on special assignment and so I, I just believe that 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 for some of you and for if not most of you your relationship with God is about to take a little turn. It's about to change. We, 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 we have a tendency to get relatively comfortable uh, at a place, but the God that we serve uh, is a God that always takes us from faith to faith and from glory to glory. And he doesn't, he, he doesn't relax just because you want to relax. He doesn't say stop right here just because you want to stop. The God that I know is always saying go farther, go higher, come up here, keep moving because he's a moving God. But there is going to be a transfer of, of, of spiritual effectiveness and power that is going to be released and God just had me come by to tell somebody today that you're chosen. That from this point on, you're going to begin to, to see that God use you and desire to use you in a much more powerful way. But you also have to understand that the enemy is going to uh, be on the prowl as well. As a matter of fact, the Lord, the enemy already knows the potential that so many of you have. And that's why he fights you the way that he does. But God told me to tell you that you're chosen. Hallelujah. That no weapon that's formed is going to prosper. No, no, no amount of opposition that would come your way will thwart the plan of God for your life. And I know that many of you that are Christians um, are, are, and that are saved, and I want to come against your own theology a little bit, you, have, you, you have a, a philosophy that you chose God. You decided that you were going to be saved. And some of this, this thought process among Christians has been reinforced by some of the songs that, let me just say this, we used to sing. I don't know if we're still singing them or not. You know, the, 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 the one song that comes to mind of the boon most, most prevalently is, I decided to make Jesus my choice. <laughs> And we get happy about that. I decided 
to make Jesus my choice and we come up with other lines. The road is rough and the going is tough. He is hard to climb. But, but a long time ago, I decided. It's a wonderful song, but technically it's inaccurate. And the reason that it's inaccurate is because it wasn't your decision. Jesus made that decision for you according to what we've just read. He said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. And, and, and you know, I know it was like you got up one morning and you sat on the side of the bed and you said to yourself, it was Sunday, I could do something else. But you know what? I, I believe I'm going to. I'm going to go to church and I'm going to get saved. And I know that there's at least five people in here that would agree with me that that's not the way it happened for you. It does make a difference, let me say this, uh, in how the relationship between you and God starts. Okay? Because if if you invite me into your house for dinner. I have certain expectations, okay, that everything is going to be just right when I get there. I'm not going to have to crawl over stuff. I'm not going to have to go in your house and see a cat walking on the countertop. I'm hopeful that you'll have your best china out because you invited me you started it have you ever been in a relationship where you cared about the other person more than the other person cared about you well, that situation is a very awkward situation and uh, because, because there are certain assurances that I believe that we want to have when we are in a relationship. It's important to me that you care just, in, uh, you care just as much about me as I care about you. That, you know, I haven't chosen somebody that's going to spend the rest of their lives complaining, okay, about how this relationship is going. I don't want to be in a relationship where I have to spend the entire relationship trying to convince you that I'm good enough for you. Trying to win your affection. So that I don't have to keep proving myself week after week after week. Okay? And then you keep throwing up your ex in my face. Uh, you know, my, my, my former was six foot. And you only five seven. Well, I can't do anything about that. We you either gonna like five seven or let's go somewhere else. Let's do something different. 
my, my, my ex could cook. Well, why are you not still with? <laughs> and so, I'm, I'm glad I read in this in this something special that jumped out at me when Jesus says at a very pivotal point in my life that you didn't choose me but I chose you and you need to understand that that because you didn't start the relationship you don't have the responsibility for keeping the relationship going and this serves as an anchor to my soul. It gives me the assurance. It gives me a certain amount of security. And I'm not talking about the concept and the idea of once saved, always saved. Uh, 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 I'm not talking about that. But, and it certainly doesn't give one the license to kind of live any kind of way just because God says, I've chosen you. But rather understanding the, real, the, the, the revelation of being secured in God, to, of being anchored in the Lord. Hallelujah. And, 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 and the opposite of secure is insecure. And God, what God is saying to us in this passage is I'm securing you. You don't have to have insecurities. I am going to be everything that you need because I've chosen you. And I want you to be secure because there's somebody in here that knows and understands uh, what insecurity is all about in a relationship. And that doesn't feel good. And I know that some of you want to shout right here at this point right here, but I'm just getting started. So just hold on a minute and we'll find a place for all of us to shout and praise God together. Because you don't feel good when you're insecure. You need to be in a stable place where you can rest. Glory to God, you need to be in a stable place where you don't always have to perform in order to be preferred. And so Jesus goes out of his way to let you and me know that we have been selected. That you have been picked out. Glory to God. That the Lord could have chosen a lot of other people, but he decided to choose you. And when you understand that you are chosen, there's a liberating feeling that goes along with being selected. That you understand that there's a that, 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 that you have been preferred, that you have literally been adopted. And I need to let you know that adoption into a family of which I have some experience has certain advantages that just being born into the family doesn't have. Let, let me go to, uh, bear with me here. I want to go to Galatians 4. Uh, I need to, some help driving home a point. 
In, in verse 4, it says, but when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son in your hearts, and as a result, you cry out, Abba, Father. Uh, 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 wherefore thou art no more a servant but a son and if a son then an heir of God through Christ so you're more than just a servant hallelujah Jesus said in his word here you're no longer servants because servants don't know what the Lord is doing but he calls you friends or better understood sons and daughters because everything that he's heard of the father now he's made known unto us and at the end of verse 6 here in Galatians it says that 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 there's a spirit of the son that has come into your heart that has come into your spirit and it makes you cry out daddy which is a more intimate uh, form of being father because when you're that close, hallelujah, you don't just say father, but you say daddy. Hallelujah. When you start saying daddy, that means something to both the one that's saying it and the one that's hearing it. It means that you start speaking out of you what you really are. It means that 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 the 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 predesignation on adoption, glory to God, is much more powerful than that even of birth. See, it is possible to birth a baby and not want to. Now, I don't want y'all to get all funny made on me now. I'm a little ways from being finished. I just believe that, that there are some people in here that have had children that, that wasn't expecting it, that wasn't ready, okay? And you may have wanted it, but not right then. There was an accident, okay? You don't have to say nothing. Just let me finish my little speech. You laid up in the bed crying, oh Lord, not now. This is the wrong time for me to be pregnant. Okay. And sometimes this will happen by accident. But check this out. Nobody, somebody say nobody, adopts by accident. And the Bible uses the term like adoption, meaning that you are chosen as a result of God's divine sovereign will. It's not a mistake. You weren't an accident. He did it intentionally. In spite of everything that he knew about you, he still decided you're going to be adopted in. He knew what he was dealing with when he chose you. He knew everything that, was, that he needed to know about you. He knew your weaknesses, my weaknesses, the mistakes that we have made, the struggles that we have been through. And yet, 
He chose us because he had a plan for your life. You're not an accident. You're not an afterthought. You're not something that God had to adjust to once you got here. I just need you to echo some things to me. Just turn to somebody and tell them you're preferred. You're selected. He chose you. He handpicked you. That Jesus, watch this, is hopelessly, deliriously, head over heels in love with you. And somebody needs to grasp the, the height, the depth, the breadth, uh, 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 and to understand the grace that you walk in as a result of you being chosen. What power God has bestowed and what love he's bestowed upon you because he chose you. And so, as a result of being chosen, I never have to come to God or come into God's presence wondering if it's okay for me to come. Because he chose me. That means that if you walk into a room, Jesus sees you. Hallelujah. If you cry out to him, he hears you. If you look to him, he recognizes you. Uh, because you are a preferred customer, as far as God is concerned, uh, hallelujah, when you cry, he says, can I put you on hold for a moment? I got a preferred customer. And he'll come to your rescue. Hallelujah, as soon, uh, glory to God, uh, as you begin calling on the name of the Lord. That means when you pray that God will expedite your prayer. Hallelujah, glory to God, he'll get to it faster than for some other folk. Why? Because you're chosen. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth when I tell you you are chosen and and I know that takes a while to sink in because so so many of us have been living beneath our privilege not understanding the grace and the vesture of which we walk in and understanding that we have been chosen in the beloved as a matter of fact I'll get to it in a minute you've been chosen before the foundation of the world Um, and you know one of the things that sometimes we uh, that we uh, like to conjure up in my mind is, is why did he cho choose me uh, and so just let me discharge some some ideas it wasn't because you were so beautiful and so handsome <laughs> neither was it because of your intellectual capacities. Okay. Neither was it because you were slick and stylish, because you were tough and gruff. Okay. Uh, you didn't make it as a result of any of those qualities. 
As a matter of fact, I probably got two or three witnesses here that would testify if they had the microphone that God had to snatch them out of the fire. That God had to actually deliver them from some stuff. He had to pull you out of the gutter. He had to reach way down into the bottom of the barrel. Okay, and find you. And so, so somebody needs to tell somebody else because it might not come, it not, might not sound right coming from me. Would you just turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you need to get a clue. Do you ever wonder why you survived some stuff that destroyed other people? You made some dumb decisions. You did some stupid stuff. You did some stuff that the folks around you, when they did it, it cost them dearly. And you were able to walk away from it. Some of you should be crazy by now. There are some other of you that should be dead by now as a result of some decisions that you've made. And some of you have been so mad at somebody else that you wanted to kill them and spend the rest of your life in prison, but God intervened and wouldn't allow it to happen because he chose you. just amazed. I'm amazed at the stuff that God keeps pulling his people out of. We keep getting into stuff and he keeps pulling us out. We keep going somewhere else we don't have any business. He keeps pulling us out. He keeps bringing us back. He keeps breathing new life into us. And I'm asking why are you doing that? And God is saying because you're chosen. And he's hopeful that you'll get to the point to where you understand that you're chosen. And when you begin to understand that you're chosen, you start walking differently. You start thinking differently. You start behaving differently. Because, uh, glory to God, uh, you need to understand that, that, that there's certain things that God has set you up for. And so, you need to understand that you're chosen. And it, you were chosen before you got up and came to the altar. And somebody's thinking, wasn't that me that was sitting in service and said, I think I'll go up. And I think I'll give my life to the Lord. I think that I'll be saved. And the answer is no, that wasn't you. That was God that had pulled you by your nose because you didn't want to go. And you don't understand how it is that you ended up from the back of the church all the way at the altar. It was God. Hallelujah. It was God that orchestrated it. It was God that brought you into the right place at the right time and, 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 and delivered to you the right message so that you would give, your, you would say yes to the prodding and the unction of God. And others think that because they could sing, and God needed a singer. That he says, you know, because she can sing, I think I'm, I'm going to choose her. 
And we, we think some crazy stuff because if he doesn't enable us to sing, we can't sing. And so that can't be the reason. Or God needed a speaker. And you have a great speaking voice. You know, you got this voice over voice. And so, because you had this voice over God, voice, God said, oh, I think I'll, I'll choose him. And some people think that they're chosen because, now watch this. Because they're so fine. And God needed some fine people in his organization. And you're so fine that when you walk into a room... Everybody gasp and asphyxiate. Some of us need CPR. Because you take our breath away. Newsflash. God's got people that's more talented, more educated, more beautiful, uh, more resourceful, more everything. That God didn't choose us on the base of something that he had already given us. See, whatever you know, God taught you. You have absolutely no reason to, to get all messed up over something that God gave you. Whatever you're able to, to ascertain and gain as it relates to education, information, it's only because God made all of that available to you. You didn't have the wherewithal to do it on your own. Whatever you've accomplished, hallelujah, guess what? Hallelujah, God put you in the right place at the right time, around the right people. Hallelujah, opened up an opportunity for you, hallelujah, so that you could actually be able, hallelujah, to be a blessing to those around you but be a witness for God uh, so that ultimately the stuff that you would do for people God would get the glory out of it do I have a witness and so God chose you before the foundation of the world that means God chose you before you got saved God chose you before you got right God chose you actually before you were even born. He chose you before the foundation of the world that, 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 that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. The Bible says that having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. That means that there is nothing that I did or you did that made God choose us. Uh, and so I, I, you don't have to convince God that he needed to choose you. You don't have to work extra hours in order to convince God that he should choose you because he chose you or chose you before you were aware of your own self. Before I was conscious of who I am or who I was, God had already chosen me. 
As a matter of fact, God had chosen me before the doctor slapped me on my bottom and I started crying. Bible says he chose me before the foundation of the world and so I came here into this world chosen I didn't know it you didn't know it um, no wonder uh, you know some of us couldn't lay where other people lay some of us tried to but we couldn't stay there God wouldn't allow it. And I'm not saying you didn't try it. I'm not saying I didn't try it. It's just I couldn't stay there. Have you ever noticed that other folk can get away with stuff that you can't get away with? They didn't hear me over there. Have you ever noticed that there's some stuff other people are getting away with and you see other people getting away with and you say, I'm going to try that too. And God will whip you over it. And it's because the other people are not his people. They're not his children. But you are. And the God that I know still chastises all his kids. He won't let you get away with it. When you're chosen, I found out you'll leave stuff that you like. When you're chosen, you'll leave people that you like. Well, let me testify. You'll say, I don't know why I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> you're the best thing that ever happened to me in my whole life. I will always love you. It's just something that keeps calling me. I don't know what it is, but, and I know this sounds crazy, and I'll probably hate myself in the morning, but I need my Palm Pilot back. I need my cell phone back. I need my iPad. What's funny? I'm sorry. Oh, by the way, you've got that USB drive. I need that back too. That's got information on it. I don't want that to get out to, to everybody. But you're chosen. And, and Jeremiah, and in Jeremiah 1, 4 and 5, it, it talks about being chosen before the foundation of the world. When the Lord talks to, 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 to Jeremiah there, he says, uh, uh, before you were formed in your mother's belly, in the womb, I knew you. And I ordained you to be a prophet to the nation. I already had a calling on your life before you were even born. 
And, and somebody needs to know that, that you were chosen long before you were even formed in your mother's belly. Be, before she had morning sickness, God had already chosen you. And that's why you survive. And that's why you keep surviving. Hallelujah. Every time something comes up against you to try to take you out, uh, hallelujah, you're like a cat that has nine lives. Uh, you keep on coming back. Every time the devil thinks that he has got you down and out for the count, uh, hallelujah, the Lord, uh, hallelujah, will enable you uh, to gain new strength uh, and come back and fight again even harder than you did before. Because God has ordained you and God has given you power and authority. And it's because you're chosen. And you need to know that so you'll stop walking around like you're just an ordinary person when you are somebody that's special. Would you just touch a neighbor and tell your neighbor you are part of the called out group? And if you don't understand that, you'll never manifest on the outside of you what God has placed on the inside of you. You've got to be able to understand who you are in God. So when the enemy comes at you, there's something that rises up on the inside of you because you know that you're chosen. And you say to the enemy, wait a minute, devil. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I might not have it all together, but I know whose side I'm on. I know who is in the fight with me. And so whether I'm up or I'm down, I'm chosen. Whether I got it together or I don't have it together yet, I'm chosen. Whether I'm sick or I'm well. God's got his hand on me. Uh, hallelujah. God has, uh, had chosen me a long time ago uh, while I was still in my mother's womb. Uh, you need to get back. Uh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, I can go to God uh, when I can't go to anybody else uh, because he told me uh, I can come boldly before the throne of grace, obtain mercy, and find grace to help. Sort of reminds me. Of the prodigal son. One thing that he knew about his father is that they had a relationship. And so the Bible declares that one day while he was in the hog pen, that he came to himself. Hallelujah. And he says, I know what I'll do. I'll arise. I, I, I can get up from here because I'm chosen. Glory to God. And this is what I'll do. I'll go to my father and I'll say to my father, I've sinned against God and I've sinned against you. I'm no longer worthy to be your son, but you'll make, just make me one of your servants because you've got servants. Hallelujah. That's got it all together. You've got servants that have more than enough to spare. And so with mud all on him and the smell of slop, he'd been running with pigs. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. He had gone way down, made a lot of mistakes. Hallelujah. But my father, hallelujah. He said, my father, glory to God. He's got it. And I'm still his son. I'm still chosen by him. The Bible declares that when he got off, was a long way off, his father was watching for him. Many of you know the rest of the story. I won't go into it, but you need to tell somebody, glory to God, you don't know who I am. I'm chosen. And when you're chosen, you can't live like other people live. You can't do what other people do. You can't get involved with stuff that other people get involved with because you know you're chosen. You're set aside. Other people are doing what they do because they don't have any other choices. They don't have any other options. But God picked you out. God pulled you out. God established you. And you're chosen. He put love in your heart and serving in your hands. He put running in your feet and witnessing in your spirit. He gave you favor. I wish I could get you to look back over your life. That's what the choir saying when I look back over my life and realize all of the crazy ways that, that you always seem to survive. Times when you were down and out, you thought it was over, but it wasn't. Times when you climbed out of a car wreck and not everybody else did. Times when you made it through the hospital operation, but not everybody else made it out. Just think back on the friends that you did drugs with that died as a result of an overdose and God wouldn't allow you to die. Friends that you, that, that died of AIDS that you know, but but, but it, didn't, it didn't come near your door. People that served in armed forces in hand-to-hand -hand combat. There are a lot of folk that didn't come back, but you came back. Haven't you ever wondered, how did I survive it? How did I get through that? Why didn't I suffer the same fate that they did? Times when you were in trouble and you didn't even know you were in trouble. You were running with the wrong crowd at the wrong time in the wrong place. The police arrested everybody but you. Some kind of way God kept on protecting you. Haven't you ever thought that, isn't it crazy? that I'm still here. Through the trials and tribulations, I'm still here. Through the setbacks, I'm still here. Through the storms and the rain, I'm, I'm still here. Through the fire and the flood, I'm, that, that's what I started doing when they were singing the song. When I look back over my life, 
Hallelujah. I remember those days uh, that I suffered. Uh, hallelujah. That I wish that I had made some other decisions, but I kept holding on to God. He kept holding on to me. Hallelujah. And I'm standing here before you, and it's because I'm chosen. <laughs> Would you just holler at somebody and tell them I messed up, but I made it. I was wrong, but I made it. I got weak sometime, but I made it. Hallelujah. Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. I was whoremongering, but I made it. I was a drunk and a gambler, but I made it. I was a gangbanger, but I made it. I'm still here, and it's by the grace of God. Hallelujah. I'm still here because God chose me. And because you're chosen, you have a certain responsibility to God. Romans 6 and 1 says, Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin? live any longer therein but it does mean that God wants you to have some peace and assurance and have an attitude that he's with you I, I knew that God knew that even though we were weak that he knew that he was enough God to pull us out of our weakness. He says, I chose you before you messed up. I chose you before you got the results from your test. I chose you before the temptation. I chose you before the struggle. And I knew what it would take in order for you to go through what you had to go through in order to get you to where I want you to be. I knew how to make you pray. I knew what it would take to get you to the altar. Hallelujah. I knew what it would take for you to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that I might be able to exalt you in due time. I even knew who to allow to become your friend somebody that would pray with you and for you and even when they had done all that they could do and they got to the point to where they couldn't help you I knew glory to God that I would be there for you so that you would say if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, the enemy would have swallowed me up quick. He said, I've chosen you and I'm quitting and I've ordained you. That means that there has been a decree that has been made over your life that you have literally been predestined to actually live this particular life. Ordination says sometimes that I had to I had to bring you when you didn't feel like going I had to bring you when you resisted 
I had, when you had lost your will, I gave you the will. When you got tired and weary, I gave you strength. When you were tied up in disappointments, I was there to soothe you so that ultimately you might be able to realize the call that's on your life when you are chosen. Would you stand with me? I want to pray. I'm going to quit. I'm not finished, but I'm going to stop because I just want to pray. I believe that somebody needs to know and understand the grace that God has you walking in. And sometimes because of circumstances, we forget who we are. We forget the authority that we have. And I just want to pray to remind us of who we are in God. Would you bow your heads with me in a word of prayer? Gracious Father, we come thanking you, Lord Jesus. God, we thank you that we can call on your name when we can't call anybody else. You are very present help in time of trouble. God, thank you that we are a part of the called out ones, those that you have chosen. Realizing that we are chosen, it causes us many times to be on the enemy's hit list. Pray, God, that you would certainly extend to us the kind of grace, the kind of mercy, and cause us to understand, God, that you're with us through the thick and the thin. And in so many cases, you've empowered us and anointed us, God, to be overcomers. Cause us not to be weary in well-doing, knowing that in due season, at the right time, God, you're going to bless us to come out, come out as pure gold. You said in your word after we've suffered a while that you would establish us, perfect us. God, that you would certainly reward us, oh God, for our faithfulness. Cause us, continue to be faithful until death, doing the will and the work of the Lord. Understanding the call that's on our lives not shrink from it not cower from it but to stand up and be strong especially in this hour knowing that when we do God you'll not only give us the victory but you'll relish in the glory that we've been victorious that we've been successful in the power of God you said in your word God you haven't we've not chosen you but you've chosen us and ordained us God, that we should go forth and bring forth fruit, that that fruit should remain. And if that fruit remains, we would be able to ask whatever we will of the Father in the name of Jesus Christ. It would be given unto us. Give us that assurance. Give us to know and have the confidence, God, that you're working things out for the good. In the name of Jesus Christ, look favorably. Hallelujah upon these. Those, oh God, that are, are, are between two opinions. Enable them, oh God, to make the choice. God, you presented to them. You've given them the unction, oh God, and the drive to make you their choice. God, we pray 
uh, they, they will certainly agree with you as it relates to the call that you have on their lives. And we'll be careful, God, to give your name the glory. We'll give you honor. We'll give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, somebody bless the name of the Lord as you take your seat. We want to go quickly, very quickly into our communion celebration. Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.